building a company from nothing is freaking hard. Us entrepreneurs are expected to deal with unimaginable challenges and somehow keep a cool head through it all. This is The Art of Entrepreneurship, and I'm your host, Jackie Hermes. I grew my company, Excelity, from zero to seven figures with no partners and no funding. The Art of Entrepreneurship is a show where we cut through the BS and dig into what it actually takes to start and grow a company. If you give me your time, I promise it won't be wasted. Now let's get to work. Happy Monday and welcome back to The Art of Entrepreneurship. We are getting into the nitty gritty today because I realized recently that I haven't on this topic for a long time. I was actually on a LinkedIn Live event with Morgan Ingram last Friday and he asked what the most important sales and marketing skills are which is something I hadn't thought through before the event, but (laughs) I probably should have, you know, given that it was one of the main topics of the event. But anyway, the very first thing that came to my mind is copywriting. Being a good writer is literally one of the foundations of professional success. And yet it's not something that people focus on in school. It's not something that's widely taught. Like, We do these English classes where we're forced to write papers and then no one really learns how to be a good writer. And then everyone gets to the professional world and we're like, ah, crap, I have to learn how to write. You have to write resumes and cover letters to get a job. You have to write social posts to grow a following. You have to write a clear and concise website to help people understand what you do if you're an entrepreneur. Every professional should be writing really good emails. You have to write good DMs if you're in sales. And the funny thing is, back to the school example, What you learn really teaches you the opposite of what the best practice is with page minimums for papers. And I get the reasoning behind this, especially having a 16-year-old daughter. I know that she usually just writes to the minimum. And if the minimum was lower, she would probably just write a shorter paper, not to throw her under the bus. I think this is a very common teenager and early 20s school behavior. So I don't know that reducing the minimums would necessarily encourage people to write concise and complete papers. But you have to learn how to write longer, I guess, in order to write shorter and better content. Let me be clear that shorter and clearer and more concise is absolutely better than longer. So here are my five ways to become a better writer. This is not something that I Googled or looked up best practices or anything like that. This is my personal process that I use when I am writing sales emails, when I'm writing my LinkedIn post and et cetera. So number one is draft sloppy. Whenever I draft emails and LinkedIn posts, I just brain dump whatever's in my head. Like I was just in Peru hiking, thinking about the the LinkedIn posts that I could make out of it, which as I say that, I know sounds super lame. However, I have a note in my phone that's just like a list of hooks and different thoughts that I had while I was hiking and traveling and the different realizations that I was having. And it is so messy and ugly, but I've been pulling from it as I'm coming up with what I want to talk about each week. I think trying to make it perfect out of the gate is a mistake. It helps you get things done faster when you draft really sloppy, even though I think most people think that doing a few rounds of editing will take longer. I think that starting perfect takes a lot longer. Number two is don't be afraid to rearrange your thoughts. This is something I see a lot of people skipping over or maybe they don't even know to do it. I can't remember if this is something that was taught in any of my writing classes. But when I write 
I read through the entire piece and I usually end up rearranging large chunks of my thoughts to make them flow better, especially longer pieces of content. Like y'all know I love a long LinkedIn post. I wanted to tell a compelling story that's in an order that makes sense and I want people to be really drawn into it. And in order to do that, you have to rearrange your thoughts so that the story is in order and it makes sense. Number three is don't get married to an idea, a sentence, or a story. I still do this sometimes, and it it can be like a painful process to get over. There have been a lot of times that I'm writing, and I'm like, ooh, here's a story that I should tell that relates to this topic. I should definitely include it. Then I get all excited about telling the story. I write it all out, and then as I edit the piece, The thought or story doesn't fit. And then I'm bummed and you're like, is there somewhere that I can fit this in? I did all of this writing. Don't cram it in because it's an idea that you're excited about. Don't cram it in because it's a story that you want to tell. If it doesn't flow, it doesn't flow. And you will definitely get another chance to tell the story if it's not at this time. However, that's why I say don't get married to an idea, a sentence, or a story. There might be something that you're really proud of that you end up having to cut for the sake of the story. Number four is edit ruthlessly. In my corporate career, I was known for being a very ruthless editor. People would say, send it to Jackie. She'll totally cut it up. And I mean, I think that could actually be offensive in some ways, but I think it's really important to cut out any thoughts that don't fit, any extra words, rearrange your work, and basically do everything that I'm telling you to do here. It is hard to be a ruthless editor of your own work because when you start, you already like it because you wrote it. The work is your baby and it's easier and people are easier on their babies than they are on someone else's baby usually. Well, I am digressing. I'm not even sure that that's true, but that's a different topic. Take a step away from your work. It's very hard to draft sloppy, rearrange, edit, and finish everything at one time. If I were you, I would take a step away and then go back to edit it. Because when we look at our work with fresh eyes, we can often find plenty to cut. I would rather see work that is really short and gets the point across than something long and fluffy trying to meet some page count or word count. Finally, ask yourself these questions when you think the work is finished. Is the content still a fit for my target audience? Because sometimes our work morphs as we write and it ends up not being a fit and then you have to go back and re-edit it again. Does it accomplish the goals that I'm looking to achieve? This is another thing that can sometimes happen. Writing can take on a life of its own and if you don't go back to understand if it fits your audience and it reaches your goals, then sometimes you are going to publish things that are a miss. Is it compelling? Would I personally be moved to take action? I know you're not supposed to write for yourself. You're not supposed to design for yourself, but I like to look at my work and think, does this draw emotion out of me and is it going to draw emotion and compel people to act for others? Is there anything in here that is confusing or needs to be clarified? For example, did I have to read any sentences twice to understand the meaning? That is a huge red flag for me. My whole team is probably used to me saying, I had to read this twice. Please restructure it. Because if I had to read it twice or even worse, more, it has to be rewritten. People should be able to scan your work and get the gist of it, not have complex sentences that ultimately don't make sense. Finally, do I stand behind this work? 
Is this some of my best writing and am I proud of it? I try not to publish anything or send any important emails that I'm not proud of. I want them to make complete sense. I want them to be clear and concise. And I want to know, especially when I'm posting on LinkedIn, that I'm posting really high quality content at all times. If I can answer all of those questions and say yes, then I hit post or send or whatever the publishing action is. My last note on this topic, which maybe, I guess it's not number six, it's kind of a summary of everything that we talked about. Never publish your first draft. Make sure that you edit ruthlessly and your work is going to get so much better. All right. So to recap, five ways to become a better writer. One, draft sloppy. Two, don't be afraid to rearrange your thoughts. Three, don't get married to an idea, a sentence, or a story. Four, edit ruthlessly, walk away if you need to. And five, make sure that you review, write down and ask yourself those questions when you think your work is done. If you got value today, if I have convinced you that you need to start working on your copy, definitely share this episode. I would love to see a tag on social, share it on LinkedIn, or send it to a friend who's trying to improve their copywriting skills. Thank you. And I will talk to you next time.